welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, February 25th, 2018. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everyone is having a delightful weekend. Uh, settling in here now with a nice cup of coffee, enjoying your news and comics. What, what more could you want out of life? The answer is nothing. Nothing. That's all. So, uh... There you go. I got. I really got nothing of, of value to add today. Um, one could argue that is true most days, if not all of them. But today, let's just you know sit back and enjoy the comics. Let's do that now, shall we? Our first comic of the day is Garfield. In this episode, uh, Garfield and John are at the grocery store. Uh, they're buying a bunch of stuff. Garfield's sitting in the grocery cart, and they get to the the line, and he has a giant cart full of stuff. John has a giant cart full of stuff, including Garfield, and the guy, the checker, is just, you know, putting it all into a bag. And as we keep watching this over the course of several panels, it's like a magic bag, um, a bag of holding, perhaps, that contain can seems to be holding far more stuff than than the size of the bag itself. Um and then finally in the last panel John looks around at the the now empty cart and goes, uh, Garfield, where are you? And then out of the bag, there's a loud burp. That is, it says burp, B-U-R-P. Uh, now, the, the joke here is that Garfield loves to eat and he has managed to hide himself in the, gar- the grocery bag and he is eating all the food as it is placed inside it, therefore making making the bag um, uh, remain the same size, uh, which, I, you know, look, I, I don't know if the laws of physics work completely like that. I mean, if you eat a watermelon, I know it digests and so on, but I mean, uh, I mean, and I know you don't like get, all right, all I'm saying is that if that cat ate everything that was coming off the conveyor belt and into the bag, one, it would be a larger, it would be a huge cat, and two, it would die because it would have it would it would have created an enormous medical issue had it eaten all the food that it is portrayed as having eaten. That would be a dead cat. But that's the joke there is that he ate all the food. Our next comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom, a regular feature here on the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Uh, in this episode, um, the boss's secretary says, uh, there's a there's a prospective client who wants someone to pay them a visit and go over their product line. Now, the bo- I'm going to take a time out here. The boss is portrayed as sitting in a desk. Uh, his office is bare except for the desk, the chair he's in, and three bags of money sitting by the desk. And those bags of money, we know they're bags of money because this is a comic strip, and they they're bags with dollar signs on them. They're just literally lying around the boss's office. And that, that seems like a very poor accounting practice to me. Uh, but, you know, that's not my call. I'm not auditing the Born Losers workplace. So anyway, the, the secretary says, uh, there's a prospective client that wants someone to visit them and go over the product line. But they stressed, don't send a salesperson. Which, why? I mean, who else are you going to send to discuss the product line with a with a potential client other than the salesperson? But be that as it may, that's probably a setup for a joke. Let's stay tuned. And uh, the boss goes, 
they don't want a salesperson. Oh, send Thornapple. That's Brutus Thornapple, the born loser. And the, the, the secretary goes, but they said, but Thornapple's a salesperson. They said they don't want a salesperson. And the boss goes, trust me, Thornapple is as close to a na- no salesperson as a salesperson can be. And the joke here is that the boss has no confidence in Thornapple and he is a loser and I do not know why he remains employed. Our next comic of the day is The Griswells by Bill Shore. In this episode, the porcupine and the bear are rummaging through a garbage can. Uh, the porcupine goes, hey, look, some it's a, it's a bag of barely eaten burritos. And the, and the bear goes, well, like they say, you can't take it with you. And the porcupine says, why not? And the bear goes, ha, because I'm taking it with me. The joke here is that there's an old expression that you can't take it with you, which means after you die... Uh, you're not taking your stuff with you, so share it, enjoy it, etc. But in this particular joke, there he's turning those words around and uh, saying that he, the bear, is taking the, fr- the bag of barely eaten burritos with him, and therefore the porcupine cannot enjoy it. The poor porcupine cannot possibly defeat a bear in Mortal Kombat. Our next comic of the day is Luann by Greg Evans, and uh, all right. In this episode, uh, Newt, who is kind of the skater kid, because that's that's still a big thing, um, is talking to Gunther, and he goes, Hey, G-Man, long time, no chat, sup, bud. And uh, Gunther, who's very studious looking, he's wearing a, you know, a cardigan and a backpack, says, Oh, uh, you know, the usual studying, term papers, etc. What about you? And uh, Newt goes, oh, you know, just chilling, cruising, and hanging out. And Gunther go, takes this minute to, to try to evaluate Newt's life and goes, you know, Newt, when are you going to stop goofing off and get serious? He is he is like one sentence away from becoming the from the dad in the we're not going to take it video at this point. Um, and then uh, in the final panel, Newt, Newt is smiling. Gunther's looking serious. And oh, oh, this is exciting. Newt's shirt in the first panel was an exclamation point, and in now that he has shirt with an exclamation point on it, and then here in the final panel his shirt has a question mark. What? And uh, because now he's going to ask a question, he's like, "Can I ask you a question, Gunther? Who's the one grinning?" Whoa! And the joke here is not so much a joke as it is a little life lesson as to, uh, hey man, you know, uh, maybe you shouldn't take everything so seriously. Stop and smell the roses or grind the rails or whatever skateboarders do. So that's the bit there is that uh, while Gunther, while Gunther seems to be um, the one who has it together, maybe Newt is the one who has it right. Hey, yeah, yeah. Our next comic of the day is, oh my, is, is Herman by Jim Unger. And uh, this one is, um, yeah, it's offensive. In, our, in the in the first panel, there is a doctor who is uh, got this stethoscope on the back of a um, of a heavy set patient, heavy set woman, and he's going, "All right, take a deep breath." Nope, don't hear anything, not a sound. This goes on for a few panels, and uh, you know I can't hear anything. And the woman goes, "Well, maybe there's a problem with your stethoscope." And the doctor says, "Stethoscope's fine. I just need a seismometer." The joke. Here is that uh, Jim Unger's making a fat joke, so that's good. 
that's good is because you use a seismometer to detect earthquakes. And this lady is so large, he's saying that you would need to detect earthquakes instead of a normal stethoscope. Um, it is 2018, and that's what we're doing. All right, our next comic of the day is Mama by Mel Lazarus. In this episode, uh, Francis, the ne'er-do-well, visits Mama, and uh, Mama goes, guess what, I've got a date with you, a date for you this afternoon. And he is like, oh, really, who? And she goes on to describe the the, the woman, and I, I, you know, which doesn't, actually is irrelevant. It's just to fill panels. And then finally, in the, ne- the next last panel, she goes, okay, well, you go make a good impression, have a good time. And Francis goes, well, thanks, Mama. And then Mama goes, and I'm going to have to quote this verbatim. But for heaven's sake, try not to portray the fact that you're an ignorant, totally helpless loser. Ooh. And that's the comedy there is that, that Mama thinks her son's worthless. And she is a horrible, horrible, horrible human being. So that's hilarious there. The Emotional Abuse of Mama. Our next comic of the day is The Argyle Sweater by Scott Hilburn. And I must stress once again that The Argyle Sweater is not, it, I repeat, it is not The Far Side. In this episode, two mimes are playing Scrabble. And on the board, we see all their tiles. All their tiles are blank. <coughs> the joke here is that because they're mimes, they don't speak. So they use blank tiles. And that's pretty funny. Uh, also, I neglected to mention that we know they're mimes because they are dressed in black and white striped shirts with white makeup. One has a beret. So so there there you go with that. Our next comic today is Pickles by Brian Crane. In this episode, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Pickles are lying in bed, which is a rather risque pickles if you ask me. But uh, Mr. Pickles goes, oh man, this quilt sure is heavy. And uh, Mrs. Pickles goes, what, you don't like it? My mom made it. And he, he says, no, no, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it's heavy. And uh, she says, well, you know, it's doing a good job of keeping us warm, right? And he goes, yeah, that's true. But it also does a good job of keeping me from getting up to go to the bathroom. I've been trying for the past 10 minutes. And the joke here is a combination of things. One is that the, the quilt is so heavy that it's hard to lift. And two, Mr. Pickles is very frail. Our next comic of the day is Croc by uh, by Bill Retchen and Don Wilder. In this episode, a member of the uh, French Foreign Legion uh, is sitting around, and there's a pre-joke. I'm not even going to read the pre-joke to you because it's dumb. But in the real episode, uh, he finds a magic lamp lying in the sand, and he goes, oh, happy day. A genie will give me three wishes. My luck has changed. Uh, I'm not going to be the unlucky guy anymore. And the genie pops up and goes, what is your first wish? And then we see a panel that just says crash with a star shooting out of it, meaning there's been an impact of some sort. Then we cut to the fort and one of the guys goes, what was that? And then uh, the other guy goes, oh, some poor devil had a Mercedes fall on him from out of the sky. So the joke here, and you have to figure it out a little bit for yourself. It's a little, it's a little bit of a thinker. Yeah, is that uh, the guy wished for a Mercedes, and he got one, but it fell on his head, thereby killing him. Our next comic of the day is Mutts. In this episode, uh, the the dog, the cat, excuse me, is looking outside, and it's snowing. Then it stops snowing, and the cat goes, finally, they ran out of 
snowflakes. The joke here is, I guess the cat thinks that uh, whoever provides the snow is now no longer has any snow, I guess. Um, but really, it's just an excuse to say snow because people think it's cute when the cat has that lisp, even though the lisp is generally inconsistent. For example, the cat might say snowflakes this week, but next week, if it's not something that the, the creator wants to do, he'll just say snowflakes. And then he use an, a sh somewhere else where it should be a s sound. So that's that's really, that's in a nutshell, <laughs> that's it. That wasn't a good example because that actually is the sh sound. So uh, happy times, happy times. Our next comic of the day is the hmm, the family circus. In the all right, there's there's a lot going on here. In this uh, in the, okay, in this episode, the grandma, the one with the fluffy white hair and no eyes, is talking to Dolly and Jeffy, and uh, she's saying, "Oh yes, I just thought of yet another thing Granddad did that you'll enjoy. Granddad was a fisherman, and one time." Uh, he went dot, 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 dot. Once when granddad and our dog went out walking, dot, dot, dot. No, she's just telling, she's telling stories about things grandpa used to enjoy. And, and we're seeing like the very beginning of those. Uh, so the, one day we were in Delray beach and grandpa decided that's very oddly specific geographical reference for the family circus. And then, um, you know, the kids are fascinated by this because children are often fascinated by stories like this. And uh, Dolly goes, wow, grandma, how can you remember all those cool stories about granddad? And we see lurking behind grandma, the ghost of granddad embracing her (laughs) and like just standing there being a ghost, but like putting his, with his arms around her and, uh, the, I guess the joke here is that, uh, or the point here is that the there's no joke clearly here, but the, there's the ghost of Grandpa won't leave Grandma's side ever, and uh, is whispering stories to her. I, I guess, I uh, this, uh, this, this ain't ghost man. There is no Potter wheel going on here. This is just uh, a ghost hanging out. And uh, telling stories about Delray Beach all the time. So that's good. Uh, so that's good. All right. That's it. That's enough. That's enough of that. Because finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program was brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. To contact us, email joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. And if you'd like to support The Howling Monkey, you can do so on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash The Howling Monkey.